Hello, everybody. How are you out there? Bonus podcast today. Hope you've all had a fantastic little time since the last time we spoke, which was probably only yesterday. Uh, but like I mentioned, I'm, um, I'm looking after my dog at the moment, you know. I don't want to leave her at home with a fucking cone on her head, freaking her out. So, yeah, I can't really go anywhere. So, this afternoon, I've just been hanging out with little Silhouette. She's getting better, getting her stitches out next week. So, another week of pain. But I thought I'd give you guys an extra podcast to make up for my absence a few weeks ago. Again, apologies for that. It is what it is. And here's some more podcast for you. So, make of that whatever you fucking will. Um, the only really reason I did it today is because there's been some music news going on. Um, the Grammys happened yesterday, and, you know, I hope nobody fucking watched it. Uh, but you might have seen highlights. That's all I did. Uh, and not even all of them. In fact, for some people, it was probably lowlights. But uh, we'll get into all that uh, in a little bit. Like I said, I'm hanging out at home. Got a sick dog that's uh, got a big wound that she can't fucking attack with her own mouth so i'm trying to protect that and uh you know i was planning on seeing liam this afternoon going out for a burger with our um with our bass player bart but uh i don't know if i'm gonna bother making it depends when the wife gets home we can swap shifts that'd be pretty fucking gay of me hey wife comes home from work and i just bail to go out have some drinks and a feed with my buddies leave her to look after the dog that would be a bit of a dick move so i probably won't do that so I'll give you the perfect chance to get this podcast out to you guys. So the Grammys, whatever fucking number Grammys they were, but um, they were on. And I don't know any of the artists that won anything. I didn't even really look into it. Don't really give a fuck. Let's be honest, guys. If you're a real musician out there, these kinds of accolades don't mean dick. Uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a brand new world out there. Uh, we, we've got our streaming and our own little fucking weird little fan bases that we create online and all that sort of stuff. Um, having a Grammy is no barrier to entry or anything like that anymore. So no one gives a shit. So it's a dying fucking award ceremony. This whole fucking, I don't know what you would call it. Is it like they're just pretending to be prestigious? You know what I mean? Like who the fuck's giving out these Grammys? Are they actual musicians that we've heard of? Does anybody know who awards the Grammys? Um, never looked into it, don't know, don't care, uh, because it's, it's, it seems like a whole stupid thing. It's a whole bunch of um, fucking Hollywood backpatting sort of, <laughs> sort of nonsense. And uh, this year in particular was fucking creepy, really. Because, um, you know, there, there can't be crowds or anything like that, especially in LA. It's fucking going nuts over there with the old pandy-wandy. And they, um, so these presenters that crack really terrible jokes at the best of times and now cracking jokes or trying to entertain a crowd when there is no crowd and so the awkward little pauses which would be a little laugh break for fucking gentiles that don't really know what comedy is now it's just silence it's just dead air and it actually makes it funnier because you're watching this fucking um this train wreck happen in front of you um, and yeah, I find that shit hilarious. I don't know with the editing skills of the Grammys and their involvement with, um, the auditory arts, they couldn't have just fucking muscled in a, a little laugh track every now and then or something like that. Cause let's face it, fake laugh tracks are hilarious. I might start fucking adding them into this podcast in the future. Um, whenever I drop the ball, but, um, but anyway, the highlight of the whole fucking Grammys, uh, was Bill motherfucking Burr 
coming out to present a whole bunch of um, Latin music awards. And if you know anything about Bill Burr, uh, like if you listen to his podcast or anything like that, reading out loud is not necessarily his strong suit. Uh, but it is fucking hilarious. Um, so, so let me set the stage for you a little bit. W- what happened? If you watched this, it was awesome. If not, go on YouTube and check out just Bill Burr's um, contribution, just his little segments. Because uh, he didn't really crush it with dr- uh, like actual jokes. He didn't burn a bunch of material on, on, the, on the fucking Grammys. Uh, but him just being him made it fucking hilarious. So before he comes on, there's like... Um, some beautiful piano piece playing or whatever and that that act finishes up and then someone comes out um some chick that's just like a a corporate mouthpiece no personality whatsoever just reading from a cue card to introduce bill burr she comes out like oh wow that 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 piano was transcendent it it was great and blah 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 all the stuff that she read off the card or whatever and then introduce bill burr and he comes straight out and says am i the only one that wants to like that fuck I even fucked up his line. He comes out and says, am I the only one that wanted to kill myself during that piano solo? And set the tone right there. Didn't give a fuck about the music. Is an honest guy. And then he went, he proceeded to fucking try and read out these Latino names or Latinx names, whatever the fuck you say now, and just butchered the shit out of them. Made it fucking hilarious. Just hear him saying these random names and then, adding in little extra consonants at the end because he's not sure if he should pronounce them or not. And oh my God, it was fucking funny. And um, probably the highlight of the Grammys, probably saved the Grammy and he should have gotten a fucking Grammy award just for his performance right there, right then. Because no one else did as good a job as him. And like I said, I didn't really watch anybody else um, because it didn't really make uh, make the internet headlines or whatever. And Bill Burr didn't make internet headlines for crushing it. He fucking started trending on Twitter for being a racist piece of shit. Okay? Can you imagine? Because he was like he he addressed that whole thing in, in, in his speeches. Like, oh, there's a whole bunch of fucking feminists out there pissed off that there's a cis white male up there, you know, trying to give out awards for Latin music. You know, how fucking dare him? And, you know, like I've said this before on the podcast, we're in the fucking upside down where like all the woke anti-racist people are by far the only racist people there is on the planet right now. Like They're the ones that say, oh, well, because he's white, he's disqualified. So they're the one that brings race into it like all the fucking time. And if you know anything about Bill Burr, you know, he's married to a fucking black woman, has a child with her. Great relationship. Nia is a fucking champion that they, 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 they are perfect together. It's real, true fucking love. Uh, but he's even been getting called out for that. I'll see it on Twitter, fucking people saying, you know, just because he's married to a black person, um, it's not necessarily a past that he's not racist. In fact, it might mean that he's somehow fetishizing owning a black woman, right? Not falling in love and wanting her to be the mother of her children, uh, his children and all that sort of stuff. None of that. He might actually just be extra racist to the point where he found a legal way to own a black woman or something. I don't know. It's fucked up, guys. I don't know what the fuck is going on with these woke pieces of shit out there, but it's not working. Um, it just fucking water off a duck's back with Bilbo. You can't touch him. And that's, that's why I love the guy. Um, you know, there's a lot of comedians out there 
at up to a certain point, then they start towing the line. Burr seems to never do that. He's just himself. That's what got him where he is. Um, it's going to continue to fucking make him revolutionary as a comedian just by not giving a fuck. Just be honest and be good of heart and then make jokes, for Christ's sake. It's fucking comedy, guys. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast and you think Bill Burr is racist because he fucking mispronounced a couple of Latin people's names, take take a fucking cold shower look yourself in the, in the mirror. Because according to the leftist fucking rules... If he was to pronounce the names perfectly in a Latin accent and everything as well, that'll be cultural appropriation. And he'd get in fucking trouble for that, right? So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, what the fuck ever. He's married to a black woman, yet he's also a racist, could also be fetishizing that sort of race relations or whatever. It's just fucking bonkers. And it's, <laughs> it's particularly weird for me, like... Um, you know, I was, I was driving to work today and I, I seen all these kids dressed up walking to school. Didn't really know what the fuck was going on. So I've got a bunch of teacher friends and, I, and I'm, I'm chatting to them. And they say, oh, no, it's, it's Harmony Day today at school. And what Harmony Day at school means that, um, one, if you have like a cultural background, you go ahead and you wear the garb of your cultural background to show the harmony of, you know, you're representing whatever culture, you're representing whatever culture, blah, 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 blah. Um, and if you have n- no culture, basically saying that if you're just an Australian, um, you wear orange. So there was a hell of a lot of kids just wearing the fucking high-vis, bright orange bullshit just to basically stand out as being non-culture, which is kind of weird because they're the people that are the culture that everybody else is trying to integrate with, if you understand what I mean. But beyond that, people are dressing up in like cultural garb of like their grandparents' culture or ethnicity. Let's just say that because it's not really fucking culture because culturally we're all very fucking similar, especially if you're living here in the fucking northern suburbs of Australia. <coughs> Perth, Australia, I should say. I'm going to blame that burp for my little slip of logic there but yeah in the northern parts of Perth there's no way that you're super cultural in your other culture if that makes sense right you're mostly in our fucking Perth Australian culture because that's where we fucking live and that's what we experience every day uh so they were trying to make this as an attempt to show sort of solidarity and harmony obviously it's called harmony day uh yet the way to do so was to have all the kids dress up in racial stereotypes of their grandparents. <laughs> so, so you saw a lot of um, little black girls in like super colorful dresses. Um, I saw one kid who, who said he was um, from Irish descent and he had like a, like a, a fucking stupid hat on. It looked like a chimney, chimney sweep from the 40s, right? Like it's just a racial, it's a fucking stereotype. So they're being more racist in the name of harmony, right? That's the fucking upside down that we're going, guys. Like, if I if I was to think of an Asian person, I don't think of a fucking kimono and all that sort of shit. I think of an Asian guy, normally wearing really nice clothes, probably has his hair done really well, maybe he's wearing a suit. All of which uh, Western cultural appropriation on his part, by the way. Um, but either way, there is there is no fucking real stereotypes out there unless you start digging for them and tell kids they have to fucking wear them. 
Like, I tell you what, guys, we're on our way to fucking segregation again. Um, all in the name of wokeism, right? And it's these fucking bleeding heart liberals that are going to lead the, the fucking charge to an abomination of a society that judges everything by race. Um, because guess what? If you're white, you can't say dick. You can't do a fucking thing if you're a white guy. Uh, but if you're anything else, go for it. That's fine. You've got free pass. You've got free pass. You make fun of everyone. You can wear what you want. You can do what you want. Um, and then even here now, we've got these schools trying to tell people to dress up in racial stereotypes in the name of harmony. That's, uh, that's the world we're living in right now. And fucking God bless Bill Burr for coming out there and crushing it at, at, at the, um, the Grammys. No one gives a fuck about the actual awards themselves. It's all about the speeches. And even then, it was fucking weird because of the no audience and stuff like that. Yeah, so that, that that was the music news. If if I fucking um, missed anything with the with the Grammys, like I I understand that um, while they're going off at, at Bill Burr, they're also applauding fucking Cardi B and whatever the fuck her name is for doing the wet ass pussy song live on stage. So we've literally got these lesbian sex acts happening on stage, right? And and while they were doing that, there's like some other chick like fucking dancing in a bubble with cash flying around, trying to represent a fucking a stripper prostitute sort of vibe. Um, that's all fine because that's strong, powerful women, right? That's not fucking up culture for for kids or anything like that. That's not, you know, we got to worry about Dr. Seuss. We don't have to worry about that shit. Hey. Okay? Anyway, so it's all over. Uh, the Grammys are done for another year. If you are out there and you won an award and I should mention it, fucking let me know. If you care about the Grammys, let me know. If you don't give a fuck, um, you probably don't give a fuck about commenting about this either. So, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, man. It's all good. Um, so, yeah, like I said, just a, just a short episode today, guys. Um, I'll, uh, it gives me a chance to try and get through these um, songs that I wanted to recap a little quicker. Um, but I do have to make a little bit of a, an apology for two episodes ago when I was talking about Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Uh, and I, I sort of said um, Warren Ellis was really just like a comic book writer, maybe a novelist responsible for some of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something like that. Um, this Warren Ellis guy, uh, but I, I was wrong, completely wrong. I kind of knew it at the time as well. But uh, when you Google Warren Ellis, it doesn't come up with the fucking the musician that Nick Cave's worked with for fucking ever. So I apologize to Warren Ellis, who obviously wouldn't listen to this shitty podcast, but um, if you were a Nick Cave fan out there and you were just fucking cringing because I didn't know who the fuck Warren Ellis is, I'm sorry. It's just what it is. Uh, I should have really Googled Warren Ellis musician and maybe got a little bit of uh, more background knowledge, uh, but I didn't. And so I'm apologizing now because I can retcon that sort of shit in. Um, so Warren Ellis is an actual musician with Nick Cave on that new album. Absolutely not a comic book writer, although I don't want to box him in. He might be dabbling in, on his, in his spare time or something. Who knows? Who knows? He's a free man. Unless Nick Cave's got some kind of chains on him. Which, uh, I don't know, leave that up to you to decide. Um, so yeah, apologies for that, guys. That was completely my fuck up. And uh, I take full responsibility. Um... By the way, it, it it didn't seem like they really needed two writers on that album, but, you know, whatever. Listen to it. Listen to it and see how wrong I am and let me know. Um, you know how to hit me up. Um, Instagram, Twitter, at, uh, what is it? At Jam Room Podcast. Or you can just email me, which is scott at thejamroom.com.au. I will get back to you guys. 
Um, remember, coming up in the in the next episode or so, depends when Curtis has some free time. <coughs> We're going to get into this movie songs idea, so please send me your suggestions of great movies that have great songs in them that aren't part of the score, that are like standalone songs that were like sort of released separately to the to the movie, but were included in the movie and it becomes a win-win situation. The song is better because it's in the movie and the movie's better because the song's there. Uh, I know that's not always a two-way street. Um, sometimes people use uh, great songs in shit movies and it makes them both worse. Or it tries to redeem the movie a little bit. You, you understand what I mean, though, right? We talked about the whole ghost example of the fucking um, Unchained Melody in the pottery scene. That's what I'm talking about, is those songs perfectly placed in movies. Let me the fuck know. I've got a little bit of a list going. I'm not going to go on a massive rant um, with like 100 different movies because I don't have enough time to watch them. So if you send me my suge- like any suggestions, any suggestions, I will maybe probably do a little bit of a movie marathon over the weekend and and see if any of them are worth mentioning um because i do want to get my head around this a little bit guys but anyway it's what it is um so today i'm gonna leave you with another song that i have already left you with in the past but um i realized over the last few podcasts i haven't really mentioned too much about the actual process of if if any of you guys are new to this podcast um years and years ago we recorded a bunch of jams uh, which is just me and and Liam completely improvising, uh, just recorded them, whatever. They went for a while. And then we tried to pick out some cool moments and make them into the songs. So when I say I'm showing you a song, I'm not showing you a song. I'm showing you like a second draft, which is just like a, a little chunk that we, we took out and tried to make some kind of coherent structure, sort of flow with it. And then th- th- that's it. So they're missing a whole bunch of shit. They're missing... Tons of musical ideas. They're missing direction. They're missing uh, lyrics. They're missing vocals. Uh, if you're a musician out there and you reckon you could get involved with any of these tracks, hit us up. Um, email me and I will absolutely send you the tracks. You can record your vocals over the top or whatever other parts you want to add. Give us your criticisms and shit like that. And we'll go ahead and fucking maybe bring these things back to life. If not, they're just going to die. And that's why I'm showing them to you here because they're just going to die. And there are every musician out there has a million songs recorded somewhere um, that they think are trash and they probably are trash. It doesn't fucking matter, guys. You've got to get over that and just put all, all your fucking rubbish out there. Show you're working out. No one really cares. We want to see the journey more so than the, the finished product, right? It's, yeah, it's the journey, not the destination. Is that some gay fucking saying? But... You understand what I mean, guys. So this one that I'm going to show you today, I did originally put in an episode, I uh, don't know what it's called, but it's episode number 30, like late November-ish or something like that. And remember, hit me up. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You can just pause the podcast now and move on to something else. Or you can listen to this random little song that, again, is not really a song. It's just a piece of shit jam uh, that sort of emerged from a jam. So it's like a jam part two or 2.0. Or however you guys do that sort of stuff. Have a great week, guys. We'll get into this uh, movie song shit next time. And uh, be good to each other. This is the Jam Room Podcast. (laughs) 